Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, November 7th, 2023, and this is day 2057 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you. Lord, you are our Abba Father, and there is no one else like you. Father, you are our sovereign God. You are the creator of all things above the earth and beneath the earth, and we worship you with our very being. I thank you so much, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is limitations to limitless. And sometimes, y'all, we can put limitations up on ourselves. We a lot of times give Satan more credit than he deserves. A lot of it is us and we need to begin to have that self-control so that we're free to be limitless in what God has for us to do. We're going to be coming out of Galatians chapter 5 verses 13 through 25. Galatians 5 verses 13 through 25. We're going to learn more about how do we become limitless in you know, receiving all that God has for us to be, to walk in our true freedom. Glory to God. And and this is Paul speaking and he says, um, you, my brothers and sisters, are called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. That sums up all the Ten Commandments. Everything else that God has given us to do is summed up here. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then in another passage, it says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, Watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So the law spoke to the flesh. This was before Jesus came. And that was God's plan that, that Jesus would be the ultimate sacrifice so that, so that we would not have to go by the law. So the law spoke to the flesh. It was impossible to fulfill it. And that is why Jesus came to this earth and died and rose up from the grave and fulfilled the law. Uh, you know, before it was like they the people had to go to a priest once a year, make an annual sacrifice and uh, confess their sins to the priest. We don't have to do that anymore. Now we go directly to God through Jesus Christ. He is our high priest 
And that is who we go through. Uh, and that is how we ask for forgiveness of our sins. We pray and we do it all in the name of Jesus Christ. Verse 19 says, the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So it's very clear. We know now, if we didn't know, <laughs> the Bible, all, you know, throughout the Bible is expressed, you know, the word of God that in order to um, enter the kingdom of God, First of all, we need to be saved. And, you know, and then we will, once we are saved, accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, now we're able to have the mind of Christ and the character of Christ. And now those things that we used to do uh, that that are the desires of the flesh that, that Paul just named here, we won't desire to do them anymore. You know, we're no longer sinners. Um, we are now saved, but the flesh is still, it's not perfect. We're going to still sin, but we're no longer practicing sin. But when we sin, we have a way out through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is our advocate. We go through him to get to the Father. All right. So verse 22 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, or, or it's patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. So we put that flesh to death. It is no longer in control of us. The spiritual man now is the strong one as in, is in control because Jesus is living in us. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. Mm, glory to God. So see, this, this sums it all up. How we can be limitless in all that God has for us to do. But we have to put the flesh to death. Not killing ourselves, but putting that flesh under so that the spiritual man is the one that is the strongest. Point number one. Have you noticed how critical we become as a people? There are actual commentators paid good money to criticize other people like athletes, celebrities, politicians, etc. And we listen to them. Okay, okay, I'll say I do. I look at the sports shows to see what the commentators are saying about the Chiefs and our competitors, you know, and, and they have quite a bit to say. And But, you know, how critical we can be. Uh, when we believers lose the motivation of love, we become critical of others. We stop looking for good in them and see only their faults. Soon we lose our unity. You know, after we, now we're, 
we're not functioning in love. And, and so, so love is that key ingredient for us to truly see beyond the flesh and see what is really, what are some of the good things going on with that person? We, it's so easy for us to go right to the negative and be critical and judgmental. And then that creates disunity. Uh, what about you? Do you see yourself here in any of these? And, and, and this is something where it's just you and God being honest with yourself because it's going to be so important for us to get beyond this stage so that we can walk in the freedom that the Lord has laid out for us. Have have you um, been focusing on others' shortcomings instead of their strengths? We must remind ourselves of Jesus' command to love others as you love yourself. And also, and that's well, that's in Matthew chapter 22, verse 39. When you begin to feel critical of someone, make a list of that person's positive qualities. And when problems need to be addressed, confront it in love rather than hate and division or even in gossiping. We can find ourselves gossiping if we're not careful. You know, we can start off with, hey, will you pray for this person? And the next thing you know, you're telling their business and talking about them. So, you know, we've got to be careful about that. God has dealt with my heart on that as well. Be very careful about what we're saying about other people. We need to show limitless love to one another. Even when correcting, do it in love. Remember the never-ending grace God has shown us. And that will end one day. You know, when the rapture takes place, the Holy Spirit is going to leave as well uh, this earth. And uh, the tribulation, the seven-year tribulation will begin. And it's going to be rough. And the first three and a half years might seem pretty okay. Like this great political figure comes forth that says, I've got the answers to everything and make everything just so. And then that last three and a half years will be pure hell. And it's in the book of Revelation. So I encourage you to read it. A lot of times we we shy away from the book of Revelation, but God says, read that book because whoever reads it is blessed. You know, read it aloud and listen to it, hear it and and get it down in our hearts so we know what is about to take place. Point number two, we put limitations on our spiritual growth when we don't allow the Holy Spirit to direct our steps. Yes, we all have evil desires and we can't ignore them. In order for us to follow the Holy Spirit's guidance, we must deal with them decisively. And that is where Paul talks about crucifying that flesh. These desires include obvious sins, such as the big ones like sexual immorality. Uh, and, And just to give you a list of what that entails, that entails cheating, adultery, homosexuality, You know, when we talk about sexual immorality, it encompasses all of that and even more like the orgies and and um, pornography, Um, all these different things fall under that category. And we talk about, you know, the main one. Another is witchcraft, you know, um, but they also include less obvious sins such as selfish ambition, uh, hatred and jealousy. It's so easy to fall into that trap. If we're not careful, it starts off, especially like thinking about hatred 
and how it starts off with just dislike. I don't like that person because, or they did this to me or said this about me, or they um, won't do what I'm asking them to do. You know, I, I, I remember uh, myself uh, being uh, angry and bitter. That bitterness can turn to hatred if we're not careful towards my own father because of um, things that he didn't do for us while we were coming up, didn't provide for us. And so I've, I took it up on myself, basically, uh, to punish him. That That's really what it was when I later, when the Lord, when I got my attention, when I finally saw what I was doing by uh, being uh, unforgiving towards him for that. And, and the Bible strictly tells us to forgive one another. And if we don't forgive, God won't forgive us. I say it all the time because it is so critical. It's one of those things that can that is keeping us divided from God. It it it, it uh, keeps us from being united with the Lord when we have unforgiveness in our hearts. And when I finally got that, and it took me a while, and I don't want you to go through that, but it took me a while, and I finally got it together, and I forgave, and I. And I talked to my father and I talked to my stepmom and, and asked them to forgive me. And and uh, we had a conversation and I am so grateful to God that I was able to do that because I, God had a blessing for me. I was limiting my own growth. That's exactly what I was doing. I, I was stunting my growth. And when I obeyed God and did what he said, I was limitless in the spirit, in the spiritual realm. I, the Lord took me to a whole nother level that I never knew existed because the walls were up. And that wall for me was unforgiveness, which it turned into bitterness, which can also turn into hate and disunity. Those who ignore such sins or refuse to deal with them reveal that they have not received the gift of the spirit that leads to transform life. And that is exactly what happened for me. The Holy Spirit tugged on me, got my attention and led me. Now we can choose to obey the Holy Spirit or disobey. And I disobeyed for a while. I'll be real with you. I did. And I finally yielded. I'm so grateful that God was so merciful towards me. You know, uh, Sunday um, after church, uh, we were, a couple of us were talking about homelessness and the people that um, are living houseless right now. Some choose that lifestyle and some don't. And our church, uh, we have a team of people that go out every Sunday and they take food to those who are living under bridges. They know where these people live. Every Sunday they go to these wooded areas, wherever they are in the camps, wherever they go. And they take uh, about a hundred meals and water, and uh, and and they just share love with them. And um, we noticed that there's been several coming, you know, from time to time around the church when we're not there because we've got cameras and and they can see. And uh, some of the things that I've noticed that they'll do, my husband and I have seen, and you know that they'll tear things up around the building, like they they wanted to get to the. Um, plugs to charge their phones and we had plugs outside the building and they tore up some wiring just to get to it or or they tore up a, a, a grill that was attached to a wooden stand and they dismantled it and left it laying there and and we were 
saying like, I wonder why they did that. And becoming uh, almost uh, having to be real careful, being very critical. And uh, the Lord showed me something as we were talking about that. And I began to share that with the person I was talking to and they agreed. And that was, you know, we don't know the mindset. We don't know what that, that person or those people that we're talking about have been through. See, we're putting our own perspective up on them. And we don't know what has happened to make that person uh, or to to get them to that point in life. And so we have to be careful to not judge and to not put them down and to not talk badly about them just because they don't do things the way we do them. Uh, when you are living in certain situations, such as when we lived in poverty, there were certain things, it was a certain mindset that we had uh, to survive. And once I uh, was able to overcome that and God brought us through that, you know, then my mindset changed and shifted. I can remember a time before when we were in poverty and one of the things that was done, you know, back then uh, you have people you can go to to get illegal tags just to make it, just so you can get back and forth to work without getting a ticket. Now, we know we go and pay our taxes and get that. Well, that mindset is different now because we are no longer in that frame of mind or that state of mind or in that condition, which is real. And so instead of judging people, you know, it's more or less like, Lord, please show me, you know, the best way to have a conversation and to understand what that person is dealing with and doing it in love so that they too can be limitless in what God has for them. But we've got to first not be critical and putting people down because of the lifestyle that they're in um, and and showing them the love of Jesus, but doing it in the way Christ would have us to, not beating them upside the head with it. You need to get saved. You need to do that or you're going to hell. You know, that's real. That's true. But it is wise who is the person that saves souls, who, who shares about Jesus's love. It takes wisdom. And so understanding that, that we're all different. We all have a different perspective, but the goal is to share the love of Christ with all people. And in order to do that, we need to make sure that we're not being critical and judgmental and that we are um, that we are including the fruit of the Spirit. Are we being kind? Are we being gentle? Uh, are we being patient? You know, apply that to our lives every day. You know, am I truly showing the love of God? Mm, that would be the question I have for you. And for myself, every move we make, everything we're doing, am I doing it in love for God and towards the people? These we're all we're all part of God's family. And once we're saved, now we're engrafted into the family of God. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We thank you all so very much for all that you do for us. Thank you for your prayers, your support, and your donations. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.